Hello everyone, thanks for joining me. I do want to say happy holidays. They are now coming to a close. And I know that this can be a really crazy time for everyone. We are all shopping and cleaning and preparing our homes and uh, attending parties and just trying to make everything happen. Um, so, and I know that it feels like sometimes there is just never enough time and money to do everything that we want to do. So I hope that everyone is in good spirits, in good health, in good faith, and just really being gentle with themselves, knowing that we are all, know that everyone beside you <laughs> is doing the best that they can do. So that being said, we are about to step into the new year, and I was, I was actually going to do this episode last week, but I wanted to do it closer to the new year so that we could have it just really fresh in our minds, my, myself included. So the title of this episode is one word, boundaries. And I'm, I'm actually going to try to start most of my episodes now with this question because that's, that's really where the thought process comes for the, the subjects that I talk about is the question, the questions that we need to ask ourselves. So the question this time is, have you ever been in a situation where you said to yourself, how the F did I get here? Whether it's, you know, with your you know, in with your relationship or friendship or work situation or family, whatever it is, you're like, how, how did I get here? Like, or just how did we get here? How did it get here? Because things usually start, start pretty good. And then all of a sudden you end up in this, in this unhappy space where you feel like you don't have control over yourself or your happiness. And I would say probably 92% of the time, that is directly related to the fact that your boundaries have been overstepped or you have negotiated with them along the way. So let me, let me break that down. In my, in my thought process or definition, I would say that boundaries are the invisible line that you have set for yourself around yourself to protect and maintain your healthy space. I'm going to say that again because I feel like it could be a mantra for some of us to start our day, end our day, or just something that we pause and say to ourselves ourselves when they are, we are in the midst of some bullshit. Boundaries are the invisible line that I set for myself around myself to protect and maintain my healthy space. And that means your healthy space is your emotional, physical, mental fiscal, everything, just your entire being, your healthy space. And I guess that's, that's best explained by, we're going to, we're going to kind of break that down, but it, 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 the question is, what do we do when our boundaries are, that the biggest question is, what do we do when our boundaries are overstepped or offended? Because th those are the clutch moments when, when something happens, right? When that is the onset of when your space starts to be affected is when you start to negotiate or allow people to step over that line. Now there, there's internal boundaries. So it's not always about what other people are doing to you. It's, it's really what you're doing to yourself. Because if you are not holding yourself accountable to your boundaries or respecting your own boundaries, you cannot ever expect someone else to respect it. So my, uh, just a quick recap, my last episode was about protecting your peace. So, I mean, if your, your personal healthy space is your peace. So if you are allowing things to happen around you, or you are kind of moving that invisible line, just adjusting it 
to deal with other people, but it's really, it, what you're really doing is, is adjusting it in a way that does not make you happy. That is you negotiating with yourself. That's your internal battle because the other person doesn't know that. They're saying, hey, if I can do A, B, C, and D to you and you're okay with it, then hey, why not do it? And if you're adjusting that line, that's you adjusting or negotiating with your, with your healthy space and with your peace. So let me, I guess the best way for me to do this is to do some, some reflection as far as I'm going to give some, I'm going to do story time. I'm going to start doing this a little more often. It's going to take a, it's going to take a little bit for me to do it. I haven't really done this before, but I'm going to get into three situations. I want to, I like to play out real scenarios so we can take a look at, you know, it's one thing to talk about things. Hey, don't do this. Don't do that. But let's, let's bring it to, to real scenarios, to real life. I am going to talk about um, three different examples in my life where boundaries either worked or didn't work. Um, I'm going to start my first story with, we'll start with the negative first because we always like to close on a positive note. Um, But we'll, we'll talk about when they didn't work. So when I was not as aware of I won't say I wasn't as aware of my boundaries because I've always been aware of my boundaries. I think instinctively, organically, we all know what we want and what makes us happy. Well, we at least know what makes us, let me rephrase that. We don't always know what makes us happy because we, we kind of evolve and grow, but we know what we don't like. That's for sure. So boundaries are really about what we don't like is setting up that perimeter and or those parameters about what we don't like. So we'll say a long, 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 long time ago, um, I started a relationship as a teenager and that was actually, um, the person that I married and had kids with. And I'm sure things were, it's a long time ago. So I'm, I'm sure things were, were fine or were okay when they started. And I, at some point ended up in a space that I was, I felt very I was unhappy. I felt like this person did not treat me the way that I wanted to be treated. I felt like they didn't value um, and and respect me the way that I wanted them to. However, at an early age, I I accepted their behavior because, well, what did I do? I negotiated my boundaries. And I, I moved them because I wanted to be more understanding for the type of person they were and what they were going through. And I made excuses and said, you know, that they couldn't help it. So I, I kind of, I forgot about my space or I neglected my happy space. I neglected my boundaries and, and thought more about the other person. I thought more about, you know, th- their boundaries are different than mine. You know, they, maybe they overstepped my boundaries, but that's because, you know, they don't have control over th- themselves. That, that's really what it came down to. I felt like they couldn't control themselves. So that's why they kind of spilled over into my happiness and pushed my boundaries. And I accepted it. And of course, I thought at that time that I was doing the right thing. I was because I, you know, we had, we had kids together and, you know, one kid, two kids, you know, it just, it just kind of kept going. I felt like, you know, the more understanding I am towards them, the better things will get, right? I, I can kind of, I can kind of, um, pull them to higher ground or lead them into a better space and then readjust my boundaries. And I will tell you, and I would love to hear from people, when you start adjusting your boundaries, almost always, you can never, you can't say, okay, that's fine. You can do this. And then try to days later, weeks later, months later, years later, 
try to say like, okay, well, what you've been doing is, is not okay anymore. It just doesn't work that way. I mean, you can think of it, if you think of it as simple as a kid, if you, when those of us that have children or you have nieces and nephews or, you know, when you, when you let a kid do something once, they think it's okay to continue to do that. And I'm not comparing adults to kids, but that's how it is in a relationship. If someone can do something once and you accept it and it's okay, why wouldn't they think it's okay to do it again and again and again and again and again? So it's really, it's what you can really pull out of that is, which I, I tell people all the time, my clients, is that if you do not respect your own boundaries and your standards, then you can never expect someone else to. You just can't. Again, it's as simple as when you're raising kids. If they, if it's okay to do it once, why wouldn't it be okay to do it again? So that being said, I I allowed someone to treat me in ways that did not feel good to me. They weren't okay to me, but I made I made exceptions, right? I made exceptions to the rules. I made exceptions to my boundaries. So I, I moved it around. I pushed it. And that's not what a boundary is because uh, let's think of it in terms of your house, right? If, if someone comes in and just walks in your house or kicks in your door and walks in, they, they have now entered your space. If you don't want that, what would you do? You would tell them to leave. I don't know, in extreme situations, you would call the police. You would say, no, you, you cannot do that. This is, people cannot just enter your home anytime they want to. And it's, it's, it's funny that we would be a lot more, I, I would say, purposeful in our reaction if someone entered our physical space, but, but we were a lot less, I would say, we're, we're, we're not as, we're, we're careless about how people enter our, our emotional space. And that is, that's what's important, right? You can change your house, but you can't change who you are and your, and your emotional space. So it, it's something that you need to take very, very, very serious. And I, I promise you, and that's, I'm going to close, I'm going to close with this later, but just saying like, you know, good, good boundaries or healthy boundaries set up a healthy, happy life. For sure. So that's that's something that I want you to think about once this episode is done is just take some time to reflect about really what's important to you. What are you not going to allow people to do? What is your happy space? So it's not even about what they're not going to do, but figure out your happy space. Take some time to really think about that. Think about your your points of no return where when someone passes this certain this certain point or a situation passes this certain point, what is going to be your, it's not even your reaction because I don't want to say your reaction, but what is going to be your action to take to secure your personal, healthy, happy space? All right. So that, I mean, I could go way more into that negative space, but we will say for many years, I mean, we're talking about someone I was married to that I had kids with that I'll be honest, most people think, you know, we're not together anymore. Oh, he must have cheated. No, he never cheated. So cheating is not the only reason that relationships end. He did not value me and treat me the way I wanted to be treated. He offended and crossed over my boundaries. And that's what ended things. And it took me, I don't even want to tell you how long, because it's, it's embarrassing. Over 10 years, it took me to it's not even know what my boundaries were because I know what they were. It took me over 10 years 
for me to turn around and respect my own boundaries and to say, hey, you're not going to do this anymore. And of course, that was a shock to, to this person, to him, because what? He had, he'd been just walking, walking in and out of my personal space <clears throat> or over my boundaries for years. He had no respect for them. And why should he? Honestly, because I didn't enforce them. So finally, when the time came in my, my maturity as a woman, as a lady, as someone in a relationship, I had to take some time and set up my, not set up my boundaries, but hold myself accountable to my own boundaries. And that's when, when he crossed them, I had to take action. Therefore it ended. It's kind of like one day a door closed and I said, no, this is, I'm not doing this anymore. You know, hindsight is what, 2020, if I knew then I would have handled things totally differently. But of course it took me time. It took, I spent so much time paying attention to what someone else was doing or what was happening around me and adjusting myself to deal with that as opposed to knowing what my personal healthy space was and reacting or acting accordingly when someone offended that. So now we'll move on to, this is, this is a really, this story is kind of crazy. It, it, when I tell it, it almost sounds like I made it up and I didn't. I tell a, it's a hundred percent true. It's almost, I, I almost can't believe it myself. So basically while I was in that relationship, I was coming to a close in the relationship with, um, my kid's father, things were like really falling apart. And I was, you know, my, I was starting to just starting the, the action of trying to respect my own boundaries. And I was on the train one day going to work. And I saw this guy looking or this gentleman looking at me and I was like, you know, he looked like he wanted to say something. However, he never did. I thought it was interesting that he didn't say anything because he just, he kept looking at me and it was, it was strange because he was looking at me like he was just about to get up and say something. I'm like, okay, that's fine. I don't know what all that was about, went on about my day. I would say probably maybe like a week or two weeks later, I saw him again. He was giving me that same look. And this time he ended up getting up and come over, coming over and sitting next to me. And he asked me, he's like, is your name Tiara? And I was, I was completely, I was blown away and surprised that he knew my name. I said, yes, that's my name. I didn't even say, how do you know that? He just ended up launching into, he's like, hey, I know you. Do you remember me? Told me his name. And told me that, and I, I just, honestly, I did not, I didn't know him, or I didn't remember him, rather. So he ended up telling me that he knew me when I was a teenager, probably around, like, I don't know, 14 or 15. He started to recollect just uh, just some, some situations. It was him and his cousin and me and my cousin. He's like, hey, we all hung out a few times. Um, back then, if you're from if you're from Boston, we would like I guess go downtown and shop. Maybe they would meet us down there. But we just kind of all hung out. And I started to remember as he was, you know, telling me the story. And he told me that he liked me. He's like, you know, I really I really liked you. We we were young, so you know, weren't really doing any of that, you know, dating and messing around with people. But um, told me that he liked me. But he ended up telling me that. There was a day, and I don't remember this at all, but I guess there was a day that, I don't know what happened, but we must have all, I don't know what happened, but we got into, I guess, a little bit of a, um, a debate, 
and he ended up calling me a bitch, the B word. And he said that I responded to him by, I guess he said I cussed him out. Who knows what I said? He didn't detail that part of it, but he said I cussed him out and he said that I never spoke to him again. So (laughs) then he proceeded to tell me that, you know, he, after he, you know, here was this girl, you know, that, that he liked and he, you know, was kind of out of pocket when he spoke to me. And from that point on, he said, I just kind of put him in his place, never spoke to him again. And he said that it always stuck with him, that he, he actually never called another woman, girl, woman out of their name again. And he said that it stuck with him so much that he thought at that young age, you know what, if I ever have a daughter, I'm going to name her Tiara because I want her to value herself and hold herself at that same level and on that same pedestal as that, that girl who cussed me out and never spoke to me again. And would you believe that he had a daughter and named her Tiara? I, so there we are sitting on the train. I'm on my way to work and he's telling me the story. And I'm also in the midst of, at this time, this relationship that I have been in for over 10 years, like I said, and had kids. And I was in this space where I almost didn't even recognize myself anymore. And here's this person telling me that at 14 or 15 years old, I had more sense than I did now, 15 years later. It, it was a, rem- for me, I take it as a kind of God just sending an, an angel who just spoke to him in his ear and just kind of set that up to remind me who I am, to remind me who I, to remind me of who I am and what my boundaries are. Like who I am is, is that space that I set up around myself. It is that standard that I set up for myself as to how I want to be valued and respected. And it was, I I didn't cry in front of him, but I definitely, and I went to work and did my thing, but I came home and I really had to reflect and ingest all of that. And I probably cried my heart out and just, and I had to remind myself of who I am and what my, what my happy, healthy space is. And I had to like, I'm like at 15, I knew how to protect that. I don't know where I lost that, but I need to put that into, I need to put that into play. I need to bring that into, like, I know what my boundaries are. So the only thing that's missing is how I enforce them. So that was, that was a huge, it's not a turning point, but it, it, it was just a moment in my life that I will never forget. It was, it was a reminder of who I am and, and how to be, how to set up the space around me to be valued. Now, we will, that being, I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty deep. I could go, I could go in way deeper into that, but I knew that at the end of the day, it came down to my boundaries. You know, at 15, he said something to me that offended me, something that I was not willing to accept. And I took action on it and it was, it made an impact. I didn't even remember it. So think about it. It made an impact on him. From that point on, he understood how to respect and deal with me. And I guess at that point, I, de- I decided that that was not, if you were going to take, if you were going to be that kind of person, you could not be around me. And I know that that is not, it's not always as easy, you know, as you get older, but there does have to be a stopping point for sure. And that brings me to my next scenario. 
many, many years later, um, I, after, you know, after I had kids, I, I had a boyfriend and he cheated on me and I had never really, I had never really dealt with any, I had never been in a situation where I had really been cheated on before. Um, and part of that has to do with my boundaries. When I met him, I told him that, I told him that cheating was not something that I would accept. And this is, again, this is, we're talking about years later. Okay. So, and I made that very clear as my boundary. I said, you know, I feel like it's not something that I'm, that I'm used to. And it's not something that I'm willing to accept. I was very, very, very clear from the beginning that if this is something that ever happens, I'm leaving. I'm not going to stick around to work it out. I don't want to hear anything. That's it. And I knew again, because now this is, we're talking about many years later. I knew, I know what my boundaries are at this point in my life. I know exactly what they are. I've done a lot of self-reflection. I've done, a, I've done a lot of thinking. I, I know what I'm willing to negotiate and what I'm not willing to negotiate. And that's one of them. So doesn't take a, you know, a genius to figure out what happened. So he ends up, I found out that he cheated and the day I found out, that was it. I left. I had some things at his house. I packed my stuff and I left. And he texted me and said, hey, you know, where are you? What's going on? What are we doing? Whatever for dinner. And I just basically sent him one text that explained, I know you did A, B, C, and D. And that's it. When I tell you that's it, I mean that's it. There was no conversation. I mean, I think he he whatever. I don't even know what he said. He he said a few things. Well, uh, you know, like, can I talk to you? Can I do this? This not. And I told him I can. I cannot. I just can't. And I told you that from the beginning. I was very clear on it. I did not negotiate with my boundaries. And again, this is because I'm not saying that, and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that, you know, in your 20s, in your teens, you know, people are figuring out who they are. I'm, I'm telling you that at this point in my life, I was clear on that, you know, we're, we're two adults that have been through enough things in life to know how to value people. And that was my, that was my boundary. And that was it. So there was no, there was no negotiating that. There, there just couldn't have been, but I had made and, you know, probably maybe if that had been in my twenties, I might've negotiated that. I might've thought, oh, well, you know, maybe, maybe I, I would have been more under or tried to have been more understanding about the situation. And I would have made excuses for that person. Possibly. I don't know. Cause cheating has really never been something that I could, that I could accept. But at this point I knew what my boundary was. And hopefully, I mean, I wouldn't know cause I didn't, I never spoke to him again, but I would hope that <laughs> that he would take, it would have an impact on him as it did the other person that he would, he would think the next time that he values something, he would understand how to treat it. So I, I don't want to make it seem like it's that easy, but if you have something that truly, truly, truly makes you unhappy or is going to offend your personal healthy space permanently, don't negotiate on that. Do not negotiate on that. So I would say stepping into 2023, as you do some reflection, if there, are, if there are some things that you've had to deal with or there's some spaces that you have been in that have made you unhappy, that have felt un, unhealthy for you, that have offended you, 
Think about that boundary. You know, when was it crossed? How was it crossed? What did you do about it when it was crossed? And I'm not saying that the answer every time is to just cut someone off or change change something, but there's a difference between pushing back. So let's say that someone cheated on you and you know, you give them this big, long speech, how the F could you do this? No, you don't, you know, you don't talk to them for, for however long, a couple of weeks. Um, you make them beg to come back to you. Um, you know, you, you're having this huge outpour of emotion on, you know, you're, you're just, you're, you're pushing back like, no, 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 no. But if they still end up entering your space, then I know it's hard, but to them, it is, it, it, it can be a movable boundary. Like, okay, she doesn't like that. She doesn't like that, but she's willing, he or she is willing to let me overstep this boundary if there's a certain amount of, of things that I need to do to get back into that space with that person. Only you know what your drop dead yes and no's are like what you are willing to accept and what you're not willing to accept. That can even be at work. If someone is pushing a workload onto you, you know, do you just take it on? I mean, there's that saying that when you take things, you know, when you do, when you help someone else with their job, what is your reward? It's helping to do their job. You know, there are boundaries to be set up. You may say like, sure, I'm willing to help you with this, but hey, we need to talk to a manager and I need to be paid more. I need, I need a raise. Whatever it may be, you need to decide what those lines are. And once you decide what they are, do not negotiate with you, with yourself or with others on moving them or blurring them or adjusting them pending on what's happening around you. I know that this, I know that this is a lot and there are so, and I know that you know, there's definitely times in my life I would have said like, no, you don't understand, but this, but this, but that. But the buts always have to do with someone else or the situation that's happening outside of us. We have to take that but, but, but out of ourselves. We know what the line is. We just, we know what it is and we have to be ready to whatever it is. Take a loss, go without. We have to be ready to stand up for that boundary that we have set for ourselves. Because if we don't, if we, if we don't stand for it, right, then we fall for it. And that's what will continuously happen. And that doesn't mean, uh, again, I don't mean to be more understanding as we grow. We might, we might adjust them, but that's our decision. So we decide on when we are going to adjust things according to how we feel, not according to what's happening around us. So that being said, I just, I hope that you can take some time to reflect on, and, and Hey, maybe you are in this, in this great space. Sometimes, Hey, sometimes you might need to adjust them to be more understanding towards, towards people or towards situations, but you have to be in sync with your boundaries. If you do not respect them, then no one else will. I promise, promise, promise you that. So until next time, please hit the subscribe button. Send me an email on asktiara at gmail.com. Find me on Instagram at ask underscore tiara. I want the DMs. I want the emails. Um, I love them because that's what gives me, that's kind of what sparks all of these 
episodes. It's what sparks what we need to talk about. You know, I want to hear from you. I want to hear the personal stories. You know, we're all going through it. So I want to go through it together. I want to close this episode out by saying that we don't walk away to teach people a lesson. We walk away because we have learned our lesson. So please let that sink in. It's not about them. It's all about you. So remember that how things start is usually how they continue. That's why setting your boundaries from the beginning is so important because it sets the tone and the landscape for the emotional house that you live in. So when it comes to boundaries, don't talk about it. Let's be about it. I promise you already have everything you need inside of you to be successful. You just have to hold yourself accountable.